Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a day to look back on history. What was it about that guy? And avoid bad food. Not an ounce of seasoning, just overcooked and dry. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, November 20th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The 10th annual Hunger Games have begun, and moviegoers are tentatively tuning in to meet Rachel Zegler's tribute, Lucy Gray Baird. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, debuted at number one this weekend at the box office, taking in an estimated $44 million in North America and a total of $98.5 million worldwide. Snagging the second spot. Trolls Band Together took in $31.7 million domestically in its debut weekend for a global total of $108 million. The fourth entry into the blockbuster Trolls franchise not only reunites Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake as Poppy and Branch, but features all of NSYNC as Brozone, Branch's former bandmates. Elsewhere, after opening with the worst box office in MCU history, the Marvels suffered another blow by dropping 78% this weekend. Raking in an additional $10.2 million, the total now lands at $65 million domestically and $96.3 million globally. In less superhero-friendly news, Sony opened R-rated holiday horror flick Thanksgiving to a domestic debut of $10.2 million as well, good enough for fourth place. And rounding out the top five, another horror movie, Five Nights at Freddy's is still hanging on to the top five in all its animatronic horror. The spooky video game adaptation earned an additional $3.5 million, bringing its total to $132.6 million domestically and $271.8 million worldwide. Emma Stone is headed back to Studio 8H. The Poor Thing star will join the Five Timers Club on the December 2nd episode of SNL with musical guest, Best New Artist Grammy nominee, Noah Kahn. The Golden Globes have found a new TV home. For decades, the ceremony ran on NBC, but in 2024, it will air on CBS and Paramount+. Viewers can tune in to the upcoming telecast on Sunday, January 7th. And it turns out Simu Liu's Barbie performance of I'm Just Ken was just a taste of his vocal prowess. On Friday, the Marvel star released his debut EP, Anxious Avoidant, and revealed that he co-wrote one of its tracks, Break My Heart, with Joe Jonas. The up-tempo dance song details a complicated on-and-off-again relationship that the actor-musician is unable to say goodbye to. Liu explained on Instagram that the EP is a reflection of the personal hardships he's faced over the years. You can hear that song and get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. Number three. 
The History Channel is probing the incredible legacy of President John F. Kennedy with the docuseries Kennedy, which wraps up tonight with back-to-back episodes just days before the 60th anniversary of his assassination. The first part is titled The Brink of War, exploring his presidency from late 1962 into the summer of 1963. A year after the Bay of Pigs, the president is managing the ramp-up to a potentially devastating war with the Soviet Union. The second episode, titled A Legacy, takes it from that summer to his tragic death in Dallas in November. Here's a preview. What was it about that guy? He was incredibly charming. Intellectual, progressive. They would occasionally come running into the Oval Office. Politically, the situation was deteriorating. Joe Jr. is the shining star of the family. Jack was an afterthought. His father had money, but money doesn't always win campaigns. He went to any event that would have Boy Scouts and ice cream socials. He worked harder than his opponents did. Well, I'm guess you're glad it's over, aren't you, Bobby? I am, Jack. When he walked into the Oval Office, he had a lot to learn. He was the future. He was next. The great senator from the state of Massachusetts, John By the way, if that first voice sounded familiar, you aren't hearing things. That was Conan O'Brien, who was interviewed as part of the series, which showcases rare footage of the 35th president. The final episodes of Kennedy air tonight at 8 and 9 on the History Channel. It's trivia time. There might not be another U.S. president who has been portrayed in movies as much as JFK, but which of these actors never played President Kennedy? Is it Martin Sheen, Rob Lowe, or Kevin Costner? Stick around for the answer. Last week on Kitchen Nightmares, our number two pick today, Gordon Ramsay provided a tear-jerking foray into a restaurant whose food was surprisingly not terrible. But the couple running things, engaged for six years, were struggling as one of them dealt with explosive anxiety that was tearing their relationship and restaurant apart. This week, Ramsey heads to a Puerto Rican restaurant, which opened just five days before the COVID shutdown and has struggled ever since. Here is a preview where Gordon tries the whole fried fish at El Cantito. Excellent. So the with the garlic sauce. Wow. Hello, baby. Hello, baby. Thank you. I thought they were going to just at least just cut these off so that I don't have to uh, rip my esophagus off halfway through eating. Not an ounce of seasoning, just overcooked and dry. It's like we've forgotten what Puerto Rico stands for. It's dull. A tad under $30 for that in Yonkers. Anyone paying that needs to be Yonkers.
Well, it looks like we are back to a more usual episode with the food being central to this restaurant struggles. You can catch Chef Ramsay trying to save another restaurant tonight at 8 on Fox and streaming tomorrow on Hulu. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch? We'll be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Christmas Vacation 2, Jingle All the Way to Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Sequels aren't always a path to creating a Christmas classic. However, this week in entertainment history, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, at theaters on November 20th, 1992. In the film, poor Kevin McAllister is separated from his family again and happens to have another run-in with the Wet Bandits, now known as the Sticky Bandits, played by Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Despite the absurd levels of coincidence needed to bring the band back together, audiences were more than ready to see Kevin drop wrenches, bricks, and paint cans on Marv and Harry's heads one more time. Of all the familiar sounds of Christmas, surely this one is the most beloved. Home Alone 2. Lost in New York. My family's in Florida and I'm in New York. Funnily enough, we never lose our luggage. <laughs> well, Home Alone 2 is the third highest grossing Christmas film of all time, behind 2018's The Grinch and, of course, Home Alone. We're almost ready to discover the season two winner of today's number one pick, Special Forces. There are only two episodes remaining of the reality contest that has celebrities go through rigorous Special Forces training. Jack Osborne, Kelly Rizzo, Savannah Crisley, former NBA star Robert Horry, Brian Austin Green, former NFL wide receiver Des Bryant, Black China, and Tara Reid have all been forced out already. Here is a listen to one of the remaining contestants, Jojo Siwa, in an emotional interrogation. That side of you, of jumping around, bouncing around, giggly, goofy or whatever, from what I've been seeing, it's still been the same. It's been harder for me than I thought it would be. Why? I'm very hard on myself. I judge myself in everything. I am a very insecure person. Very insecure person. Where does this lack of confidence come from? Growing up in front of the internet, it's, it's the hardest thing. Everything gets judged. You know, people told me I have a receding hairline. They don't know that I have a stress rash and that's why I'm balding right here. The 12 year old shouldn't have a stress rash on their head that makes them bald, but I did. When I'm home, I've tended to be a loner. Like, I like to do things alone. I like to have my solitude time. Because the reality is, it's hard for me to go places. It's not always fun for me to go places. It's work, you know? Seeing a lot of potential in you, you're, this is your opportunity to show that you're made of 
sterner stuff. So in season one, only two people made it to the end. And right now we have six contestants still pushing themselves. Siwa, Nick Vile, Olympic skier Bodie Miller, Olympic speed skater Aaron Jackson, Tyler Cameron, and the infamous Tom Sandoval are all still in the game. Find out who will survive until the final episode tonight at nine on Fox. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. John F. Kennedy has been the subject of countless films and shows, but which actor never portrayed JFK? Is it Martin Sheen, Rob Lowe, or Kevin Costner? Well, two of those actors might have made their most famous Oval Office adjacent turns in The West Wing, but both Rob Lowe and Martin Sheen have also played John F. Kennedy. Costner, however, has not, though he did star in Oliver Stone's Oscar-winning 1991 film, JFK. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. What to watch.